You're listening to Is This 40, the podcast all about turning 40. During this series, five lifelong friends, Abs, Chris, Corbs, Jack and Rijo, attempt to take their friendship to a whole new level by talking about the things they don't normally talk about. Why is it men in particular struggle to talk about these things with each other? What have they got to hide? Subjects vary dramatically across the series and are randomly picked out of a hat by our group of mates, who then have an hour to discuss each subject in full and come up with some kind of conclusion to their findings. But how deep are they all prepared to go and how honest will they be with each other? On today's agenda, family holidays. Worth just adding in here that this episode was recorded shortly before the 2020 coronavirus pandemic and lockdown hit the UK. As always, each recording session starts with a couple of drinks amongst friends, just to get everyone in the spirit of things. Is this 40? Um, Mike's Hard Lemonade was one of them. Was it? Mm, um, was it? And then the other one was um, yeah. Two Dogs. Which yeah, two, do- two Dogs and Australia. Hooch, I was quite Hooch, into. That was it. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it Mad Dog back, 20? Hooch, you know? I heard. They're about to launch a pink All one. All its sugary goodness. Yeah. This is an Austrian alcoholic tea. Would yeah, you made of schnapps and I think brandy, red wine. It's four types of schnapps. Yeah. Which ones? Peach. Pear. Apple. Peach. It smells like it's got um, and tea. Cinnamon, cinnamon in as well. The other reason I brought Jagate to the table this week is because my sister is getting married in Austria at the weekend. And so I just wanted to sort of toast... Oh, her and Alex as well. So to Ella and Alex. Ella and Alex. Cheers. Cheers. Ella and, and Alex. Und Coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, God. It's dominating the headlines. Mm. It's worse than Brexit. Although I we're not I talking I about I religion thought. or politics on this show. Look, I'll show you. One second. He's got a vi- visual aid. <laughs> He's reaching into his bag for some soap. No. <laughs> A mask. Mm. Yeah. Why don't you tell us what you've got there, Chris? That looks more like a kind of dust one, if I'm honest, from your from a building site that you may have come off. Well, yeah, yeah, and we've got gloves and glasses, but can someone get a shot of it for the for the website? But I took it to the physio this afternoon, and he said it was useless. It was useless because it's airborne. Why did you take it to the physio? Because it was the closest um, person that, you know, had a close to medical degree. So I wanted his, I then had physio. I didn't just go. And... <laughs> you <laughs> sort of look like. Um, you, you went know, to like... speak to him about coronavirus. No, I just thought I just wanted to take his news on this. And this was, cert- was this certified to help? Because this is a site. Because he's as close as you, you knew to a doctor. Yeah. And he said, I've uh, and I've he heard said, that people have got masks a bit a bit wrong actually. Yeah, they've got it very wrong apparently. Yeah, you, the, this the, can't help you. No, it's it stops you passing the infection on, which is kind well, does, thinking does of all job, of us. Isn't it? Yes. No. Well, people are wearing masks thinking that it's going to stop them catching it from others. You're right, and what they don't realize is, I think, but it works I've, when you don't have symptoms, which a lot of the times you don't. Have no, symptoms no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's almost pointless if it's you don't have any symptoms. You're just as likely to catch whatever virus whether you're wearing the mask or not it's if you have it it stops you spreading it to others yeah, yeah. so that works then so in a yeah, way but that's not why when you see that's photos, not why they've got them on i know i know but thousands of people but the on incubation the takes two weeks so you know it might actually help I in a weird way think, and also you're right it makes them look like they've got it to my left today is jack 
um, good friend from school and uh, piloting tonight's aircraft, ladies and gentlemen. Brace yourselves. Thanks so much. Am I am I introducing the? Well, I think introduce the person to your left. Okay, and, and then right. and then we'll come back to you to introduce the overall subject. Right. Right. Oh, is full, this full a new circle. thing? Well, no, full I just circle. think if it's yours, did that you guys pull out the, the format last? No, week. no, I love the format. We're going to put our suggestions into the hat again tonight and pull okay. one out at the end. I've got a great one this time. To my left is Jonathan Corby, aka Corbs. Hi there. Is sporting a beautiful beard and baseball cap, looking straight out of some kind of redneck uh, rodeo today. Super redneck. Who is lifelong friend, lifelong comedian. Lifelong lover. And my lover. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> it looks like you've, you're sort of chewing on a squirrel. It's really long. <laughs> That's not <laughs> actually. Is it? This is a thing you've seen. <laughs> the description like that before. You've seen. You've seen something somewhere and thought, "I'm going to." With a mood board of yeah. something. Yeah. Who yeah. are you channeling today, Corpse? Um, I didn't realise I was channeling anyone. Um, there's always. There's always someone in the back. Well, you've always got of, your eye on someone. Brian Gosling from the Notebook, perhaps. It's a nice look. I like your little beard. So I've got um, on my left, Chris. Also wearing a check shirt and having now assumed his position as chief medical officer yeah. to the four of us. Um, over to you, Chris. That, that was a very kind introduction, Jonathan. Thank you. Um, to my left, I've got uh, Michael Absalom, um, the brains behind this podcast. Too kind, thank You're you. Very relaxed about these things. I'm getting more relaxed as they go on because actually I thought that you're the most relaxed I've seen you in a while. Actually, oh, thanks. What do you, why do you think that is? Mm, and that confidence in you guys that you're, you're where you're at. Because can I also say <laughs> that you have got a family wedding coming up? Yeah, a bit nervous about. Yeah, that. which I bet you can't just not touch. Um, and you've <laughs> probably done some weird schedule. Uh, Okay, you're going to talk about this. No, I, I haven't. See my, this my sister's actually um, more crazy about that stuff than I am. So she's already got the schedule. She's already well ahead of the curve. Oh, is she? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be handed the itinerary. It'll but have you checked minute. her schedule? And are you have you approved the schedule, or have you gone back with comments? We'll do that on the Thursday and the Friday, and we can always make a few little. So you're not anxious about this wedding oh, at I'm all. So nervous, nervous. Nervous. Are you, you just featuring, to go are well. you featuring a lot? Are you doing any yeah. ceremonies? You can't any? not feature. Well, I've you made were... 50 bags of fudge for all her guests. So it's my other little side hustle project for 2020 is making fudge. Okay. Okay. It's like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory back there. But, and that's, you put yourself <laughs> under that pressure. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like that. You don't know. <laughs> no, I do. I need that pressure to function. Okay. Are so you going to get it across borders? Uh, that much, well, she's, that she's, much quantity. We've given it to someone else. Have to you wrapped in. it, actually? Um, I'll show you. I'll, I'll, I'll post it on our Is This 40 Instagram page. I mean, okay. I it's am... really good. I'm really proud of it. It's called Artist Block. It's it's something to do when, as an artist or a creative, um, you've got no other way of making money. You settle down, you make a block of fudge, okay. and you can sell it at farmer's markets. That's, okay. That's the, the... And how many varieties have you got? I've got six so far. We did a clotted cream fudge. A rum and raisin. Oh, you we, did a boozy one? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he actually dropped off some yesterday. Yeah, your and, son ate it all, actually. Yeah. He ate and, a whole lot. Not all the rum and raisin, I should add. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very good. Have you, have you also been searching local farmer's markets? 
Uh, yes, so there's a very good one here in Chelsea. And are you are you tempted to set up a fudge a stall? stall? Yeah. Oh, but there. Because <laughs> how much would you rent? Corps would know. How much would you rent a spot? I probably can't. I'm Chelsea's not going to make any money if I do that there in Chelsea. Oh, 40 yeah, grand. Probably quite a, year a lot. On that. It gets quite or is that traffic. ridiculous? You should start off. There's one down at Oval. Uh, nice little farmer's oh, yeah, market. Okay, that's good. But maybe out of town, might, I was might thinking. be a little bit more affordable than Chelsea. Yeah. I think you've got some tough critiques. Does, does anyone town. know what you would, what is a day on the stall would cost you? I, 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 think, it's, I think it's a research project. I'll look into it this week. It raises the point that, that we discussed in the topic from last week's conversation, which is family holidays. And of course, you, with all of your family, essentially in Austria and a kind of skiing-ish type holiday, uh, will all be there together. I mean, there'll be a lot of other people, not just your family. Yeah. But, um, you know, I and, and I had just returned from my family trip last week. And I, I mean, it's useful for me to kind of know, understand what you go through in the run up to a family trip and how and how you've approached this one. Uh, well, this one's I mean, slightly different. It I is appreciate. slightly different in that it's a wedding as well as a, a family trip. And I guess. Um, Are you concerned about the family dynamic of both families coming together? Are you aware that there may be two people, four people, six people at that wedding? Yeah. That aren't talking to each other or haven't done in say 10 years and or has there been a family dispute at some point where someone's gone i can't believe they're coming along I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. it's not that bad actually because we've got we've only got 40 guests so it's quite a small yeah, notice i wasn't invited small wedding closest family and friends but you're there anyway which is great <laughs> yeah that is the weird thing you're yeah. you and your family are having actually, a holiday just me down today. the road Asked me if, yeah, if I wanted to come to the uh, party afterwards. Oh, that's nice. The floor ten, filler. The, the 10 o'clock invite. That's nice. Yeah, no, it just means you just don't come to the ceremony. You come for the, the disco and the agate. I know, but I've been DJ there for years. DJ I, always, <laughs> get, I yeah. always get invited to the after party, Yeah, well, which was just... great. But now, in hindsight, I realise that I, you know, I'm covering a dropout because I'm always available. But it's better than having you do the best man speech, which is what you did at Jack's right, wedding, which went on far too long. That's, that's what happens another... when you invite him to the early part of the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> that is another podcast. To answer your question, I, mm. I think family holiday is really interesting because it, it's actually a double-edged sword. It's not just family it? holiday. It's, you know, it's the dynamic, really, yeah. of all of your family. You don't have to be away, but just... But then, I mean, we're, we're really getting into the thick of it, aren't we? Because we're, we're sort of framing this one as holidays, but you've actually got to go into your family dynamic. And so my mum and dad aren't together. They've not been together for 15 years. They still get on, I think. <laughs> um, and so what you're bringing into this particular family holiday, not only is it a wedding, um, it, it's also, you know, m my family sort of coming back together, having separated. Are there partners coming? Uh, yeah, well, my mum doesn't have a partner at the moment, okay. but my dad does. Okay. Um, and, and everyone was invited. So, so I think that, you know, my sister's made a really conscious effort to- You say make, everyone. Make sure everyone, well, you've been invited, but just to the tail end of it. Mm -hmm. And I think your whole family. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's why I think family holidays is, in, is interesting. I can, only, I, I went through it today. I think I've probably only been on six family holidays in my entire life. With, with my family, as in with my mum, with my dad, with my sister. How was before, that? Before they separated. Before they separated. In 35 years, my mum and dad were together 35 years, but I only, I only remember five or six 
family holidays where you go away. I've been on more holidays with Chris and his family, I think. Really? Yeah, if you include Torquay, if you include all the ski trips to Schladming. And that's why my mum and dad separated. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. They're not. <laughs> this is why I said it's a really deep subject, because you've yeah. got to talk about family. It is, and, and actually all, all of our you know, parents have, have separated. Yeah. And, and now, as a parent, I fully appreciate this. They're so miserable to sit through yeah. you know, in a hot swimming pool you know waiting and waiting and waiting for class 3a you know freestyle to come up mm. that she used to sit there she said with a can of diet coke and she filled part I mean, she does not really a drink in my mum, but she would fill part of it with vodka <laughs> just to get through That's the a evening idea. yeah wow. to watch to watch you come to seven. watch me come last yeah I mean, as i always did <laughs> have you done this trick yet chris uh no <clears throat> no no i haven't no I'm not sure whether it's a good look if you ever get caught drinking on parent sports day. No, that's the Diet Coke can. I mean, you know, she was, she was hiding Masking it. it. Yeah. Masking. I, I mean, you're yeah. not going to get found out, really, unless, yeah. unless well, unless your behaviour... She slumped. Yeah, unless your <laughs> 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 she staggered and fell over and landed yeah, in the I pool. That. It's quite possible you could be found out. <laughs> you could, you could. You don't actually spend... spend that amount of time actually even when you're at school you never spend that much time ever with your family on hour by hour until it is a holiday so inevitably it'd be amazing if you came away from that holiday with no one uh having fallen out because it's it's slightly unusual to spend i mean we struggle friends are like fish they go off after two days I have, you know, anxiety when, you know, it's kind of Christmas time or we're kind of going away or, I'm, or, or I'm spending, you know, time with my mom and, you know, you know, my kind of grandmother insists on taking most of her clothes off during the course of our holiday. But, <laughs> but I'll come it's into that. Hell she won't listen to this. No, no, she's never going to. No yagate required. Yeah, no, really not. First thing in the morning. Um, <laughs> How old is she now? She's 93 and still, still going nude. I don't think I've ever had a family holiday. Oh, sad good. but true. God, as in um, mum. Well, yeah, my parents Why you tell divorced this very, to us very before early. you turned up. This <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my topic, um, but you know, parents divorced very early, and um, it's always been just you know one or the other. So I can't, I can't ever think of. And do you have to combined. do it e- equally? I well, must... I've always tried to do everything equally when it comes to the parents, um, but it's it's difficult to try and spend some, you know. E- a certain amount of time with with each of them but i think it's been touched upon it's, it does get a little bit like christmas when you're all in confined spaces and sort of getting on top of each other but Do what think- do, what does help a lot is if you bring bring a friend and uh i'm just normally there for christmas well it has been on quite a few few times and it's sort of like everyone everyone, everyone just sort they of behave slightly better yeah, yeah everyone they behaves don't well. act up they don't act up i think from my opinion it's fairly straightforward it's it's forced fun and high expectation. And that isn't going to last very long. So if you can yeah. dip in and out of that forced fun and high expectations you've made, but you run over by a day and a half and things, you know, turn ugly, don't they? Do you think there's something within it, though, that um, be- because the opportunity is so um, few and far between, there's an extra pressure to make everything perfect. You go, right, well, we've only got this one week. 
Mm. Let's let's all try and get on. Everything's got to go smoothly. If anything goes wrong, that's when the sort of wheels come off. And you go, God, we, did, we just had one week where we just didn't have to argue, or Never three days where and 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 but the heightened pressure of of trying to. Um, keep the keep the peace well i think the other thing is that it's family isn't it so you also know that you can upset family to a degree they're not going anywhere are they they're not going to shut door on you unless well, you can't you choose your family but you can choose your no friends. and the, uh, i think that means you um yeah if anyone was overly offended by anyone else's behavior it's family isn't it so the acceptance to forgive and get on i don't know jack do you have anyone that doesn't speak to you in your family. <laughs> Where shall I begin? <laughs> page, page one. <laughs> do you, do you know, I, I was just thinking about what you were saying. And actually, the, the expectation in my family is not is not for it to be perfect. It the the real hope and ambition, as you said, it actually is to get through just the get week. Through to, yeah, without without anyone being super upset. And yeah. there are there are so many different dynamics within my family and and what is the hardest thing actually in me as a kind of middle child and kind of being the diplomat of bridging the gap between the older and the younger ones the the bit that i find kind of tricky is is kind of placating and finding things and and that really goes to you know the location that we're in to where we're staying to where we'll go to the meals that we'll have the exit doors (laughs) i mean and just And it, and it's, I mean, it's, it's a nightmare because they, what, what pleases one person really upsets another one. Mm. And it's, you know, the whole exercise becomes, you know, for me, a kind of strange art of diplomacy of just trying to find kind of neutral ground. Are we saying you don't enjoy family holidays? Well, I mean, this is the weird thing about them, isn't it? That they are, you know, they're riddled with kind of angst and, 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 and expectations, but at the same time, you know, I, I still love doing them. Yeah. Still comforting in a way. It's still comforting. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's the, that's the, you know, we've talked a lot about the negatives, but that's the, the joy really of kind of being alongside all, all of your siblings and having that the time. family holiday. Yeah. And I, and I, I do, I also no, sli- I slightly love it. But everyone sort of falls back into sort of a default mode that they've been doing for, for many years. <laughs> totally. So, you know, everyone sort of starts to regress, especially you know, the, the siblings and the sort of parents struggle a little bit more, I think. And, um, and now that they're getting a bit older, that everyone's tempers are a bit, bit shorter. Why would someone be impatient? Because uh, you're worried be- about time. Attention from your mum or dad. Frustration of not being listened to and, and being understood. Yeah. Anyone else? Are you, are you worried about time? Time's Running out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could always run out of time, couldn't we? All, all, all correct answers, I would say. Oh, what's, what's the real answer? Um, I think I've always had a pressure about time. Bing! So I get a point. Oh, that's the end of the podcast. Um, I'm really conscious of um, life and the value of life. And I think probably a lot of it is to do with um, the environment that you're brought up in. And I had... Um, a brother and a sister with life-limiting illnesses. My sister died when I was five. My brother died when I was 19. And so either side of me, I would have had an older sister and a younger brother. Both both those people 
disappeared. So I knew very early on in my life the value of life. And so I've always tried to bring enthusiasm to the table. I've always tried to bring, um, I guess, sort of like a, a passion for life to the table. And I know somewhere within that, if it feels like we're running out of time or we're not doing something right, that, that we're wasting time. And, and I would go right back to those roots and that sort of family environment and those pressures of, um, you know, trying, trying to nurse my brother 24 hours a day to keep him alive because I knew the value of life that that will definitely put a pressure on you. And I would say my impatience these days, if it comes out and it probably only comes out in a close friendship group, cause I trust you guys. So it's actually a compliment, mm. <laughs> but I would actually say, I would mind yourself <laughs> of that next time. <laughs> reassure yourself. I would actually say I was a very patient person. Um, and unless, and you guys all know how to push my buttons. So you, you just press the button that makes, that actually takes me back to a traumatized state. Oh, that, that, that's, that's when you see me panicked. It's because it's not I haven't seen up. that, seen that for quite a while though. I think mm. you're quite in control of, well, that's the of, therapy. In, yeah. <laughs> I think you're quite in control of yeah. chimpy. <laughs> yeah, chimpy. My, uh, um, the chimp paradox. That makes yeah. me very anxious about turning up late now. That you'll get it's a trigger for you now to recess into so i have to i have to be comfortable with people turning up late but i'll give you a scenario i turn up late for my brother's medication he dies he's dead because i killed him because i didn't turn up with the medicine on time too young to process that not at all not at all how, that, that how was my family environment the whole the whole of my life till i was 19 i had it either with my sister or my brother so you know life and death i don't do my job something falls apart and and all, all you guys get is the backlash of that traumatized child i was gonna say you know what what is the you know i see you mostly fun as you say celebrating enjoying all those kind of life moments to to the absolute fullest Mm. the 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 flip side of course you know is that that must take its toll during the kind of down periods and times where where you reflect you know when you've kind of when you're up and kind of hyper and you know, as you say, you know, being, being life and soul, yeah. you know, that you, you have to come down from that occasionally too. Yeah. And that, and I suppose that it must be when you kind of process the reality. I've only been able to do it in the last three or four years with a bit yeah. of help. Yeah. But yeah, a bit of therapy. I did, you know, maybe a month, sorry, um, a year of therapy and to help that, work that through really some yeah, of just that. to help work through it and just yeah. realize that, and articulate it. I yeah. And articulate it. I think a lot of the frustration I got was not being able to talk about it. I'm not very comfortable talking about it. I didn't talk about it at school. I didn't talk about it even in our friendship group. It's only in the last couple of years I can be comfortable with talking about it and saying, look, this happened, you know, it, it certainly doesn't define, define me, but it's a part of me and it's a part of me. I have to be wary and conscious about because it can take me to all sorts of dark places. So you have to stay on top of it. You have to be responsible for it. And, um, and, and certainly it doesn't affect my life moving forward. I, I have to be, or feel like I'm fully in control, which is where the control freak side thing comes mm. in, planning everything, timetabling, everything, scheduling, everything. Yeah. That's mm. still happening our family dynamic and our family home environment was essentially a hospital. My brother very much got all the attention because it was about nursing him and looking after him. And so, um, did you, did you ever talk it through with, with your family? I mean, not necessarily on a family holiday, but there weren't, that's the reason. I mean, I didn't want to get into it earlier, but it's sort of come about, but that is the reason we couldn't go on family holidays. We had to look after my brother 24 hours a day. So they were very few and far between summer holidays was, come home and look after your brother, Easter holiday, Christmas holiday, half term. But you did, Yay. you did go on <laughs> a, a six holidays since that. So you did go on holidays. 
Well, oh, I came goodness. on holiday with you. My, my parents would send me down to Torquay to come and yeah, go do, surfing yeah. with you. Yeah. We went out to Amsterdam. I, I sort of piggybacked other people's holidays. Yeah. Christmases, I come to corpses sometimes for Christmas. I remember mum going, has he got any idea when he's going home? Or are we No, sometimes stay a full week, a yeah. couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I just did for a week. Bring, still here. Bring, bring my tent, <laughs> sleep in the garden. See, I don't mind. Is he okay? Time. Good time. Is he all right? You need to take a leaf out of Jack's book. I mean, he's, 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 he's so patient. He's almost horizontal. horizontal. But that is possible. He's got a very big family and has to manage yeah. them on the daily. I'm not, I'm not patient with my children, though. Are you not? No. And actually, it's, it's the thing that my wife quite often calls me up on is that I go from kind of horizontal and being pretty sedate to what the fuck are you <laughs> kind of raging monster raging screaming at them like, and I just and I think it is because I'll I'll try and kind of deflect it and like it's alright it's okay you just, would you not okay. say that's a stress bucket oh as, totally you know and then it fills it, and up then it just, fills and up and, and, and it overflows it. oh totally and actually what you know what she tells me is that what I need to do is give them a warning that it's coming that, that, that it's coming like it's just you know, if, you, if you do that again flags yeah flags. and I just and I'm not and I don't warn them I just you know I could like stop stop that stop that stop you little really shit and then, and, then, and, then, and then I explode yeah <laughs> Daddy's really scary. <laughs> how, how are your? Because um, you, go, you go, you take your kids skiing a lot and go on family holidays. Know, yeah, you go on family yeah, holidays. How does that all work? I mean, it seems like quite a lot of admin and sort of in terms of bags and packing and well, all these I mean, things. The packing. You, you know, it's, I got I got a piece of advice when when they were little, which was you know don't don't wish that phase away. Because they don't they don't stay like that for actually no. for, for very long, no. and and they do evolve and change quickly, and they go through phases of being you know pretty kind of difficult and testing at times, and phases where they're incredibly sweet and, and lovely. But but holidays, I mean you know like every parent you know comes back from the holiday going I need a break from the holiday, you know, yeah. they, and actually you know we're we're lucky enough to have a bit of help with the kids you know kate works you know three days a week and we've got you know we've got some help you know with, with childcare from from her mom and from a nanny that and and when they're when you're on holiday you know we, when we go away you know we don't have any of that help and so actually it can feel more challenging and more testing that and is, how, that is in the deep end yeah you know it's it's how it's, does that it's, affect it's your relationship with your wife well, I mean, it just leaves you exhausted, doesn't it? <laughs> and, and then, of course, Not in you know, the mood tonight, babe. Oh, I just got a headache. <laughs> got a headache. Not now. Get off. <laughs> you know, um, because actually, it's, uh, it is. It's always that's a, a difficult thing as well because because you're in partnership, looking after children. Um, how you found the balance between it? Either your turn. Or Kate's turn. Yeah, I mean, you end up tag teaming inevitably, but you, you know what? Yeah, you... I've changed three nappies. So you're cl you're clearly bad cop, are you? A bit. I mean, look, women are definitely on the whole. You know, they're they're spending more time with their children, therefore, not surprisingly, you know, better at it. They're better at it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. hands down, I admit, my wife is much better at looking after them. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing that she tells me, which made me feel slightly better for any of the other dads out there, they don't behave nearly as well yeah. when when they're with me. 
and and she will say look you know when i'm looking after them on the whole they're much better really yeah and i don't think that's anything to do with my kind of you know kind skill. of take, take skill or, or take on kind of you know being being disciplined with them it's that they don't see as much of me and therefore it's a slight kind of play to get my attention and mm. and have my attention and so they behave you know, in that kind of weird childish kind of mentality of and if I, three of them, if I three kind of play well. up and, and a naughty, then attention. then I'm going to get more attention. Yeah. My family holidays would be with my mum and that would be in Norfolk. Um, normally beautiful in, spot. Nice, nice. Uh, my mum and brother and we're going to the beach a lot. Right, be some Bird watching. Bird watching, bit of twitching. Um, and then with dad... Um, Ibiza. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, did go to Barcelona with him once, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. Just um, the two of you? And my brother. So we've done a few, few sort of three holidays. Boys, boys on tour. Yeah, boys, boys, But there's boys sisters, trips. there's lots of you. There's others. I've never, we've never done a full, a full compliment. Actually, we did one, one to um, Canada. But you don't have to leave the country to, no, no. for it to be a holiday. Yeah, but uh, well, we're, on my dad's side, we, we just tend to stay in Sussex where he lives. Um, but otherwise, I've done some fun holidays with my brother and my dad because we used to uh, go to the Olympics. I was very lucky to go to a few Olympics, Barcelona and Atlanta. Um, my old man's involved of, w- in hockey and, and the Olympics uh, back oh, in the day. Course, so yeah. he had some connections and he, um, he took us, which was great fun. What was his involvement in Munich? Um, was he was he was captain Munich, of G, GB for yeah, the I hockey. That's amazing. Um, are those quite are those quite big shoes to fill? You know, I, you know, none of us, I don't think. Have, well, Freud's surname. Maybe there's a little <laughs> bit of pressure there. But is there sort of pressure to sort of fill that fill those shoes, those boots? Have you ever felt that? Yeah, up? I mean, you can't. I couldn't never. Uh, you know do that because why know, not why not corpse well, I mean, he not was, try? He, he's i mean one of his great accolades is that he was um you know he was voted by the sunday times back in the uh, back in the 80s as as the as the uk's greatest ever amateur sportsman oh, you know he won junior wimbledon he was you know international at hockey and squash it's quite difficult to, yeah you're not getting you're never gonna have that <laughs> luckily i had some injuries which sort of Gave me some excuses. Good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lucky, so, do- dodgy lucky. knee. I got some injuries. Dodgy knee. Have just you tried squash? Check me out. Um, yeah, of course I have. Did he come and watch you and and be proud of your efforts, or was um, he a bit disappointed? Yeah, he did. Or? He did. But uh, well, I probably hide the fact that I was playing in, interna- in, in internationals in in <laughs> matches. Um, Steady, cool. I probably, hi- probably hide that I uh, was playing in matches oh. rather sadly. Oh. Oh, so he wouldn't terrible. he wouldn't come to many because he'd have to find out himself. Oh. Yeah. That's not Sad. good. You, um, so hold on, you you wouldn't tell him for yeah. fear of him coming and judging and watching you. Basically, yeah. Oh, of course. I mean it's terrible for uh, for his old man as well. Going to Disneyland, parents are just divorced. Oh, they um, always take them to Disneyland. Yeah, that was that was quite interesting. So weird. We got so, divorced and went to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah I think we did that too. Did you? Did, yeah. did you? Did you? Did you bump into the nanny from two years previous? There was she on the holiday with you. <laughs> we bumped into the American nanny out there, which was which was quite bizarre. <laughs> oh, what are you doing oh, here? I got so many. questions. I think they were just friends. Yeah. Just, oh you know, wow! How old were you? Um, I think I was probably nine. Was the nanny just 
on her own on just, the yeah, just, just, just staying just, next door we just bumped into her in the hotel it was so weird that is so weird <laughs> i imagine though and, and i had a you know i'm not going to go there actually but but i imagine i'll come back i'll come back to that you can rename them you can rename them i'll come back to that in a minute but okay. i, I you know, when i when similar moments and i look back at my childhood it, it wasn't until I was much older where I kind of clocked. Oh no! Moments that have happened. Yeah. You know, it's put you the pieces you, together. You, yeah. you don't realise that at nine. You know, you do generally at nine. Go. Oh, the nanny's here. Why is the gardener in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's there's that kind of penny drop moment of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that wow! <laughs> I remember the time. You know, being in the car with my father, we'd be on our way. You know, somewhere. And, and my dad would say, you know, look, I just got to kind of stop off here for you know, oh, a, a this moment. Is, this is a bit and delicate. I'd, and I'd sit, I'd sit in the car, you know. And, for how and long? Well, this Three is the thing. Minutes. Your memory gets blurry as a child. As to, I mean, it, in my head, it felt, you know, like a good couple of hours sometimes. It could have been five minutes, if I'm honest. But, but you know, there was, there was definite moments where you... Couldn't get away with that these days. Well, you just, like you say, you, you just clock kind of going... Oh, right, that's that's what was going on. You know, my parents Where was the kind house? of and I was I mean I was eleven when my parents yeah. separated. Where was it? Have you Google Earthed it? I intentionally wanted to to raise this because you know, I think I think it is, you know, that there's a lot of kind of laughter and humour in kind of family dynamics and holidays and a lot of, you know, great comedy material. But 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 for for a lot of us, I think, you know, they are they are tricky and they mm. also bring up a lot of emotion and baggage and and in the nature of this podcast in addressing a lot of those kind of deep insecurities and fears you know they they can often come to the forefront when when you are thrown into that family dynamic you can go back to that i I, i'm talking for myself here i can go back to being that petulant child i can go back to being you know that 10 11 12 year old coming up yeah from wednesday skiing Skiing, it's fine. What's oh, the worst that's different skiing. It's different. different skiing, you know. You can okay. go off on your own. Exit. How are you going to, if you, if you can feel the blood uh, um, rise, how no, are you I think you just know this? that a wedding is going to be quite a stressful environment. I just want my sister to have the best day possible, so I'm going to do anything and everything. Do you think he's more stressed about the wedding than his sister? No, yeah. I think that Ella will be planning every minute moment. She seems, I, I, I text her, she seems super cool about it's it. It's her job, isn't it? So she should have it all... Well, yeah, you know, down to fine art. You know, the, the bit that I kind of love touching on this evening actually is, is despite all of the challenges that come with, you know, weird and wonderful family dynamics is, you know, is, is the kind of self-flagellation of, <laughs> of actually like I weirdly enjoy yeah. all of it. And whether that's mm-hmm. you immersing yourself in someone else's family holiday and as Corb said, so that, you know, actually everyone ends up kind of upping their game and behaving a lot better, yeah. whether that's you in your own kind of family dynamic and embracing them for kind of what what they are and and re kind of connecting with you know your kind of nearest and dearest or or you know all out you know kind of warfare and just gonna i need to kind of get through this as well there is there is also a kind of cathartic release that comes with that too or you can also say i've got it done for the year that's what i mean a a kind of you know it's like it's it's a take and like you know that that was great and 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 actually there is there is something you know kind of equally lovely and i think you do forget the bad bits and 
like everything is better in hindsight and it's one of those things i think we'll look back on when we're older as well and i would hate to waste an opportunity with my family you sort of we're at an age now where sort of mum and dads are getting a little bit older they're not going to be there forever and for me everything feels sort of like not the last chapter but you know we're the adults now and our parents are a little bit older and it's about relishing every moment we must appreciate what we've got yeah what i hope the kind of the takeaway from that is is that you know they are enormously important and look they're expensive and challenging and difficult and there's a lot of dynamics in there but they they tend to be the things that we really remember Mm. uh and and have a lot of memories Mm. about you know our kind of younger family dynamics and i hope my kids you know, when they're older, we'll remember the trips that, that we did with, with fond and, and happy memories. Sybil from Disneyland. That was that was my spring of final thought. Thanks. I, I hope that too. Should we talk new topics next? Today we've got a, a coronavirus mask which Chris has brought. It's on the table and suggestions going in. Um, who'd like to go first? Tell us what you're going to pop into the hat slash mask tonight. Shall I, shall I go first? Just because it's really like it's really on the tip of my tongue here because it happened to me on Thursday. Oh, this I is was good. I was at work and we were getting ready for uh, a, a premiere. A red carpet with with a client. Fancy, fancy. And we were in uh, a hotel room, and the hair uh, stylist looks out of the window, and he says, "There's there's two people uh, over there in that window having sex with each other." And of course, we all stop what we're doing, and we and we look out of the window, and there, sure enough, you know, and and I couldn't see it at first, but it was like you know, three windows along, three down. That window there. Time of day? Uh, three in the afternoon. What this leads to is, is has anyone had sex whilst they know other people are watching? Okay, I've got one. Go on, Corpse. Uh, what defines middle age and has it happened yet? Um, if so, Ooh. when did it happen? Lots of questions. I mean, is that kids? Is that... Um, the fact that I'm good at DIY days? now? Um, is it the fact that I'd like to do... The bank lends you money? On that note, viral warfare. But you, I was wearing that. What does that, that I, mean? I, like, at least Corbs has made sense. What does viral warfare mean? You, I mean, you lost me. I mean, really quite early viral, on in that chat. How are we going to talk about that for an hour? Yeah, uh, well, you could if you read up on it. <laughs> but what is, viral, what is vi- viral warfare? <laughs> Coronavirus, invented by a man or actually woman. Cause Drinking it's not a kid, corona. It's not ki- apparently... <laughs> Terrible damage to corona. Have you heard of coronas? Yeah. In a terrible yeah, they're state, suffering. aren't they? They're suffering. They're suffering. Why? <laughs> they're getting all this free advertising. Yeah, but what? I mean, Spad why? Do people go, oh, God, that's put me off that yeah, type I'll, of beer? I'll, I'll have a soul, please. Weird. But, um, yeah, it's the war we live in is a viral warfare. And it doesn't affect women or men. <laughs> you start, I'm, in, I'm half thinking it was invented by He's a woman. He's done an actual target on the piece of paper No, as that well. is me anxiously. It doesn't, doesn't affect women or men. Who does it affect? Uh, no, I said women or children. All right. So I, it's obviously invented by a woman. You are fake news. It's true-ish. <laughs> and also, can I also say, and I think you should be conscious of it. Yeah. You say... Uh, there's a word that you use over and over again. Which one is that? The, let's get to the... Crux? No. Point? No. <laughs> let's get to the pub. Uh, let's the get underlying to the underlying... Issues? No. 
Let's get home. Finally, going into the coronavirus mask this evening is: Would you send your kids to boarding school? Yeah, can we come up with some like f- fun ones? Like, yeah, some, no, but some I, uplifting ones. Yeah, go, go on. You could have put one in. I did. I did. I did. But lots of jokes for my one. Was there? You know what? What quantifies being forty? Okay, yeah, what, I could see know, how you could flip it. Uh, you know, I think for me, when I started doing a sit down, sit down wee. Do you know what? Do you fancy going to the pub after this for a quick one? <laughs> Chris, I'm going to hand the coronavirus mask don't, don't over look. to you. Okay. Uh, lucky dip. In you go. Pick one out. I really hope it's his. <laughs> Has anyone had sex while they know other people are watching? That can't go on for an hour. No, that really can. I mean, that, that's, that's hours. I'm it? not sure about it. We've I got a story about Glastonbury. I can't wait I don't to think, tell that. Yeah, one. we can tell about that, but he'll want us to tell about ourselves. Otherwise, yeah, I, want, I want to hear about your own. Well, have you? That's for next week. Next week, tune in. Tune in. Sounds like something to look forward to. Cheers, Jack. Thanks very much for listening to another full episode of Is This 40? If you enjoyed listening to this episode, then please like, share and subscribe to the rest of the series. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, where we've started to post plenty of pictures from behind the scenes. Simply search for Is This 40 and keep an eye out for the boys in pink. Ah, 2020. Something tells me it's going to be one hell of a year. Bye for now.